You've worked all your life, you've saved, you've played by the rules. Now it's time to retire. Here's the question, who do you want relaxing and taking it easy? Your nest egg or you? Well, of course, you want to relax and travel and enjoy. And sorry, nest egg, you've got more work to do. For a retirement that maximizes your portfolio, your social security, avoids unnecessary risks, and protects you from pitfalls, and frankly lets you retire and keeps the nest egg working, you need a retirement partner. You need someone looking out for your best interest and building a plan for you based on your situation. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649. Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Kevin Frisbee and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. The U.S. Senate is expected to vote soon on what's being called Secure Act 2.0. The original Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Act was passed in 2019 and brought many changes to retirement planning. What's in 2.0? Details when we come right back. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sadala. Joining me today is Jeff Trushan, who is an advisor with Frisbee & Associates, a fiduciary, and uh, so much more than that, Jeff. Uh, you're just a big part of the organization, I know, and and really have sort of risen to the top in terms of um, people just kind of glomming onto you. Yeah, you know, we, we've built a really great practice here, uh, Steve, in the state of Maine. And, and first of all, it's great to see you. Great to talk to you. Oh, yeah. Again. Sorry Happy about that. I always forget. <laughs> I always. Just jump right in here. We I, I love it. I love no, it. No, we were talking before the show. So it's like I got all those pleasantries out of the way. And it's like, <laughs> oh, true, wow. true. No, yeah, all right. you're, well, you're good. absolutely right. But yeah, we, we've got a great organization here in, uh, in Maine and uh, serving a, a lot of clients across the state. And, you know, it's really a credit to the trust that our clients are placing in us, um, you know, especially as we work through these relatively kind of challenging times in the market and what's taking place in the economy, um, you know, we're happy to be a great resource for, uh, for clients all across the state. Right. And, uh, you know, this is something too, where, where, where the other thing that I think is important is, you know, Frisbee benefits, you guys are on top of things. I mean, it's, and that's what we're talking about here with Secure Act 2.0. I mean, this thing passed by a vote of 414 to 5. Now, I don't think there's been that much bipartisanship in uh, in Congress since, mm, well, let's see, since the first Secure Act passed. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. You know, there's no doubt that this thing is going to move through uh, pretty pretty uh, swiftly here once it gets to the Senate. And you know, there are certainly some benefits to this uh, to this plan. Um, you know, the Secure Act 2.0, and really, it's just a matter of allowing people the opportunity to be better prepared, more prepared for retirement. Um, you know, giving more investment options, giving more opportunities when it comes to Roths. Um, you know, making some changes to required minimum distributions, so on and so forth. And we'll we'll dive into that. But yeah, four fifteen to five was the uh, the, the House. Uh, ruling there. So uh, pretty safe to assume if you were a betting man that uh, that's going to pass pretty easy through Senate. You would you would think so. So you, you touched on the first thing we're going to talk about here, and that is waiting longer to take RMDs. Now, the first SECURE Act, uh, that upped the age of RMDs from 70 and a half to 72. It did, man. And it was so nice to get away from that half. I mean, that's such a confusing aspect for sure. so many people. It's like, you got to take that first distribution to 70 and a half. And it's like, well, let me calculate if I'm born in you know August, 70 and a half is January 1st. What does that mean? Um, and, and really, it's April following the year you turned 70 and a half. So it was it was nice to get to a nice round number here a couple of years ago. And yeah, they're, they're pushing it out. Uh, the projection is to uh, stretch it out over 75, over to, uh, to age 75 over the next decade. So if this goes through starting on January 1st of 2023, we're going to see the required minimum distribution age push from 72 to 73. Um, and then starting January 1st of 2030, they're going to push it to 74. And then starting January 1st, 2033, they're going to push it to 75. So it's certainly a long-term plan that they're putting out there. But I think when you talk about people living longer, um, you know, it just gives them the opportunity to keep money in the tax deferred account for a little bit longer. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Um, you know, for I'll tell you, for most people, it's not going to make a huge difference, Steve. Honestly, most okay. people are already tapping into roughly 4% uh, of their retirement portfolios in retirement to replace income for themselves. And that's usually what the start is for the distribution amount. Um, you know, as much as we want to trust Congress and the government in terms of, you know, looking out for the best interest of, uh, you know, its citizens and investors, um, you know, you, you have to understand and believe that there's some some uh, selfish interest in, in, in their, uh, you know, their perspective and their stance in making this change. So I think when we talk about the SECURE Act uh, 1.0 back in 2019, how that eliminated the stretch IRA and basically, you know, reduce that amount if you're a non-beneficiary inheriting an IRA, you have to liquidate the entire account within 10 years instead of over your life expectancy. Okay. So by pushing by pushing this out from 72 to 75, that gives three years of more potential, you know, compounding growth in that account. So when those non-beneficial non-spousal beneficiaries do inherit the money, um, in theory, it's going to be a bigger pool of taxable money that needs to be distributed over a shorter period of time. So there is some tax grab features uh, throughout, uh, you know, all sprinkled throughout the Secure Act 2.0. Um, but certainly, there are definitely some benefits to investors that we'll get to as we kind of move along. Sure. Yeah. I mean. You, uh, yeah, not the least of which is uh, the, this seems more motivation to do an RM, or a, a Roth conversion. But we'll talk about that in a couple of minutes. Uh, so let's talk RMD penalties. That's a good news, right? That's a good thing. It's a good thing, yeah, for sure. Well, first of all, I mean, if you're if you're if you or your advisor are missing RMDs, you know that's that's a big red flag, and certainly it's one of those situations where you'll if you miss it once, you'll never miss it again. <laughs> you know, based <laughs> yeah, on no the penalty, kidding. there's a yeah fifty percent penalty. It's the steepest penalty that the IRS employs when it comes to 
a retirement account. So if you don't take your required minimum distribution, you pay a 50% excise tax on the amount that you are supposed to take, and you pay full taxes on the entire amount, even the amount that gets shipped off to the government or the IRS. So really something that you want to keep an eye on. But uh, with the Secure Act 2.0, they're reducing that 50% penalty down to 25%, uh, which is a, obviously a 50% reduction, which is a pretty big deal. Um, you know, these things happen, you know, from time to time, people just have oversights, or maybe they're not working with an advisor that's on top of it. Um, you know, you get a 72, you know, 70 and a half year old, and it's nice to have a little bit of leniency and understanding there if they make a mistake or overlook something. So to drew, drop that penalty from 50 down to 25 is, is a big deal. And then they came out and said, you know, if the mistake or if the lack of distribution is corrected within a timely manner, the penalty is going to be reduced further down to 10%. So it just gives a little more leniency, um, you know, a little more opportunity for, for those that do overlook the RMD to not get hit so bad financially. Sure. And, and again, as we, as we look at that, if I'm a client of, uh, of yours, I don't have to worry about that. You will make sure that is taken care of. Yeah, absolutely. That's something we're looking at right at the beginning of the year. And, and with a lot of clients, we're talking, you know, how do you want to take this RMD? Do you want to, you know, spread it out over 12 months, take an even amount every month just to supplement your income? You know, do you want to hit me up middle way through the year? You're taking a vacation, you know, taking the grandkids down to Disney World or heading out west or wherever it may be. And you want to take a one-time distribution, um, you know, to, uh, to go out and travel and, and, and enjoy your time. Um, you know, we, we really try to stay right on top of that. So we're not scrambling at the end of the year and make sure that, you know, clients are getting their distributions processed. Yeah, no kidding. Huh? That's got to be a bit of a, a cluster at times, huh? Yeah, it can be for, for those advisors that aren't prepared for sure. Well, and, right. uh, you know, just trying to catch up with people and make contact with them in a timely manner to make sure they get those distributions processed. But yeah, we, we really try to head into the year with that in focus. Uh, your required minimum distribu- distribution amount is calculated based off of your December 31st account value the year prior. So we know on January 1st for all of our clients exactly how much they need to take out of their accounts. And then it's just a matter of saying, hey, what's the strategy this year? You know, do we want to do what we did last year? Do you want to make any changes? And, uh, you know, let's make sure we're, we're knocking that out. Sure. Uh, this one, too, is the auto enrollment into retirement savings plan. So if you get a new job, you're going to be automatically enrolled in a 401k. Is that a good thing? I think it's a great thing. I, I really do. You know, I, I think it's a huge benefit. It's, it's, um, there, there's just such a lack of financial literacy and financial education where people get, you know, intimidated and, you know, when it comes to 401ks or, or retirement plans to their employer and they just don't know. So a lot of times, you know, that fear kind of keeps them from making a decision. It's almost like, you know, uh, paralysis by analysis, right? Right. Um, so the, the fact that they're going to build this in and for a majority of people, for a majority of people, um, you're not going to notice a, a difference in terms of 3% of your salary. If it's taken right off of the top, you don't see it. You just kind of build your lifestyle as if it was never there. And it gives you the opportunity to participate in the eighth wonder of the world, which is compounding interest over a long period of time. Sure. Um, so I'm, I'm a huge advocate for it. Um, I, I think it's a great opportunity to, uh, to, to get people, uh, you know, dip their toes in the water in terms of, you know, starting to get invested. And really, it's kind of like almost like one of those law of attraction type things. You start thinking about it, you know, you're investing. So maybe every now and then you start seeing the S&P or the bond market or different things on the TV. And it just starts you, you know, at a young age to get more involved and more in tune and more informed. Um, and by doing that, you're able to make better decisions and you're able to witness firsthand, you know, how valuable investing can be over a long period of time. Sure. Well, you talked about financial literacy and uh, the state of Maine is a pretty high ranking when it comes to overall financial literacy. This was done by Investment News. Uh, in fact, Maine ranks seventh of, uh, of the top 20 
uh, states with the financial literacy. Well, that, that's not bad. In, in the top half, I'd like to think that Frisbee and Associates is responsible for a, I would uh, think so. for a good for a good percentage of that number. Yeah, but you know that as you you know for people that have been listening, you know, for us for you know going on seven years now, as Kevin has preached for a long time, and as we tie in with all of our conversations, you know, we're educators at heart. We're not you know looking to sell products and earn commissions or you know have conflicts of interest in what we do. We truly want to educate clients on where they're at. Um, you know, what we're doing in terms of how we're managing money in the market, you know, what our plans are as it pertains to Social Security and Medicare. And, and we want to give clients enough information to make, you know, educated decisions that they feel comfortable in. So I think that educational approach is just such a huge deal. Um, you know, we're, we're proud to uh, kind of take that angle. Absolutely. So as we continue uh, into Secure Act 2.0, uh, incentives for contributing to a retirement account. This kind of makes me laugh, but it's kind of cool, too, at the same time, because I know that an employer, if I'm an employer, Employer and I've got you know 500 employees and and you know it it's a tax break to me to offer that 401k isn't it? It is yeah you know whatever they the, the employer contributes for a match you know they get to write off from their bottom line so it's as advantageous for the employer as it is for the employee and really as the employee you know it's it's just free money and I'll tell you as as everybody that's listening knows there's literally not many opportunities that you have out there to get free money no um, and that's what the that's what the employer match is is you know if you're contributing three percent or five to your retirement, you know, whatever they match, they're going to put that right on top. So yeah, they're, they're offering now, um, you know, this is, this is, it's going to be interesting to see how this kind of plays out business by business, but they're talking about, you know, certain things like small gift cards or, you know, a gift card to Dunkin' Donuts or Target or Starbucks, or, you know, maybe they'll do like, you know, luncheons, you know, for their team and have somebody come in and talk about the retirement accounts. So they're kind of, it, it just goes to show that, you know, uh, businesses are further investing in their employees not only from a retention standpoint, but for a best interest of making sure that they're set up for retirement, particularly as we're moving out, uh, as has been the case for the last couple of decades, and moving out of the you know, defined benefit plans, the pension plans, um, where employees didn't really have to do much, they just had to work, and then they were going to be taken care of at the end of the day. You know, That emphasis has really shifted onto the employee. Absolutely. And again, on that note, let's go ahead and uh, throw things over to Kevin, invite folks to call, and we'll come back and continue our conversation. All right. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 800-998-5649. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review and you'll see where you are today. But more importantly, you'll walk out with a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-998-5649. 10 callers right now. 800-998-5649. Coming up, more discussion surrounding the SECURE Act 2.0 and how it's going to impact your retirement plans moving forward. In retirement, some people like to take it easy. 
let's see, to nap or not to nap? And some people like to go, go, go. And then we went to St. Thomas, then New Orleans, then our grandson's soccer game, then for the Feet of New York to Bora Bora. You know what the beauty of it is? It's your choice. Ah, live it like you want. If you have the right plan, enter Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649. Hey, we are back on Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Jeff Trishan is here today sitting in for Kevin Frisbee. Uh, You're no stranger to the show. We've been doing this, uh, I think, for what, three years? I think you've been doing these shows? Yeah, I think it's about three years. Time flies. Yes, you know, it really uh, does. As I mentioned, you know, love when Kevin takes some time off and it's a good opportunity to get behind the microphone and have a fun conversation with you. So, Well, and, uh, you know, this is, I mean, what we're talking about here is so timely. We're, we're talking about Secure Act 2.0 and we've gone over, you know, taking, uh, you know, the lengthening the time it takes to, uh, or to start taking RMDs. We talked about the penalties. Um, we talked about the incentives. And now let's talk about this one, about ma- employer matching funds for student loan payments. Let's break that down, Jeff. That sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, it does. And I think it's just a matter of, you know, the IRS and, and you know, businesses and corporations kind of getting with the time, so to speak. I mean, it's, you know, student loans, are they're just so devastating and such a weight for a majority of, you know, graduates that are entering into the workforce at a relatively young age. I struggled with this myself at, at age 21. You know, I graduated college and, you know, had a decent paying job right out of college and had, you know, roughly $60,000 in student loans. And it was like, well, what do you do? Do you, do you, you know, put all of your assets towards paying down your student loans to get out of debt? and then start building? Or do you just kind of make the minimum payments and, and scrape by whatever additional change you have at the end of the day to, you know, make contributions to your retirement account to get the free match? And there's no great, you know, clear, clear answer on that in terms of what's best. Um, so so this is a really good opportunity um, for corporations to kind of do the right thing. Um, you know, give give these these students, these kids the opportunity to say, hey, you can, you know, you can pay your student loans, which, which makes sense to work to get yourself out of debt to start to build a foundation to improve and increase your net worth um, and let us take care of the contributions to the retirement account on your behalf. So, you know, basically we're, we're yet to kind of see, you know, what the amount is that they're going to be matching and whether or not there's any breakpoints there. Um, but basically it allow, this, this legislation allows employers to make uh, matching contributions to a worker's retirement account based on the worker's student loan payments. Um, so that's a really big deal. You know, you, you kind of are allowed to, you know, make your payments to your student loans and get a match for that same amount. Uh, you know, into your 401k, not to mention, you know, it, it benefits the employer as well in terms of being able to write off those contributions, those matching contributions. So sure. it's it's really creative. And, you know, I feel like you don't really see that all the time with government. They tend to be like so archaic and just, you know, kind of status quo, so to speak, and, right. and really working what tends to be at times in, in their interest. So this is really interesting to see. And, you know, I, I really think it's uh, going to gain a lot of traction, assuming that, you know, student loans don't get forgiven in, in, in totality, but we'll see how that all plays out. Right. I mean, so essentially, if I'm paying $200 a month for my student loan, my employer essentially could pay another $200. So rather than a $200 payment, I'm making $400 payments a month, which obviously is going to get that thing paid off. Well, it's, it's actually a little different. So, you know, our understanding is that uh, the employer is making matching contributions to, uh, to the worker's retirement account. So let's say you're making a $200 payment to your student loan. 
the employer is going to match $200 into your 401k. Aha. Um, so they're going to give you the opportunity to, you know, get that compounding growth, you know, not miss out on the opportunity to, again, take advantage of compounding interest, which is one of the greatest things out. Um, you know, so it, like, that's why I say it's, it's really creative. It's not like they're matching payments or, or helping out and making payments. They're saying, hey, you take care of your student loans. We'll help you start we'll to build your retirement and get you started. It's a great blend. I like it. Yeah, absolutely. 800-998-5649. You know, obviously the uh, the state of retirement, and we talked about it a, a bit ago, the financial literacy, you know, there's, there's a lot to there's a lot going on, and, and certainly there are other things that can be done. Um, we've got some sound here from Bernadette Geis. She's the solutions leader at PricewaterhouseCoopers, U.S. Asset and Wealth Management, and she definitely has some thoughts on retirement in America today. We have roughly 45 million Americans that are going to retire in the next 10 years, and the median savings is $120,000, which would equate to $1,000 a month over a 15-year period. So with life expectancies being well beyond 15 years and the you know, rising cost of health care and other retirement needs, $1,000 a month simply isn't going to be sufficient. Well, of course not. And that's where you come in, right? Because with the right plan, obviously, we're going to have more income than that. Yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of these these changes to the SECURE Act are going to put people in a better position to have a larger pool of money to draw from by the time they get to retirement. You know, that that's a real sad reality. You know, people work their whole lives and, and the median retirement account, you know, value is $150,000. And what she's saying is taking, you know, $1,000 a month off that account, which is 10% per year, um, give or take of that portfolio, 8% per year of that portfolio, which as everybody knows, is just not sustainable long term. So um, particularly, if you're in the market, you know, if you get, you know, some volatility or corrections, you know, like we're experiencing, you know, kind of today as we speak, you know, that account value is going to be depleted even quicker. So the rule of thumb is roughly 4% of the portfolio is how much you want to take over a long period of time, um, you know, to make sure that you have more life than money at the end of the day. And with 150,000, you know, 4, 4% of that is $6,000 a year or $500 a month. And, you know, that that's really challenging, especially in, in today's inflationary environment where we're seeing, you know, 40 year high inflation, um, you know, costs of, you know, commodities, oil, gas, uh, food, so on and so forth are higher than we've seen in a long, long time. So it, like you said, before we went to break, Steve, it's it's really timely for the SECURE Act to come out um, to be able to open up some, some avenues and some opportunities for people to put themselves in a better position as they approach retirement mm-hmm. um, to help kind of offset what's taking place macroeconomically across the U.S. and across the world. Well, let's talk. I mean, one of the ways to do that, that SECURE Act 2.0 is helping is offering bigger catch-up contributions. Now, that's a big deal because as we get a little bit older, we maybe have a little extra money. That's what the catch-up is all about. But they've really done some things. If this goes like this, this will be pretty interesting. Yeah, it is. So so right now, um, as it stands, you know, as, as a 50-year-old, 50 and up, you can contribute an extra $6,500 to your 401k, 403b uh, retirement accounts through your employer um, after you hit the, the, the $20,500 limit for pre-age 50. So that puts you at, you know, 27 thousand dollars a year that you can put into your 401k and for most people they're not coming anywhere near that so you know that's a great opportunity in and of itself to know that you know you can write off a substantial amount of your income avoid paying taxes at a point in your life where you likely are in a higher tax bracket based on your earnings um, and, and your employment history um 
And for the simple IRA, you know, for the self-employed individuals out there right now, you can contribute $3,000 once you hit age 50 uh, for a total of $17,000 in a given year. Um, You know, under the uh, the Secure Act 2.0, workers who are aged 62, 63, and 64 have the potential to be able to contribute even more to those accounts. Um, And it's adjusted for inflation. So it's a really unique um, kind of rollout that they're bringing to the table here. It's not so black and white for everybody over the age of 50, but, you know, there are some good opportunities as you get older and closer to your full retirement age to really dump a little more into that retirement account while you still have the opportunity. Um, you know, right now they're projecting uh, in total about $10,000 worth of additional catch-up contributions um, above age 50 once you get to that 62, uh, you know, that age of 62. So it's about $3,500 more a year that you can put into the account. So for those high earners, um, you know, it's a really big benefit. And the simple IRA, um, you know, has some great opportunities as well. It's look like they're, it looks like they're going to be bumping that uh, catch-up contribution from $3,000 a year up to $5,000 a year. So assuming the cap, um, you know, pre-50 is $14,000, you know, over the age of 50, you're going to be able to put about $19,000 a year into a SEP IRA, um, which is really great. And and we'll talk about some Roth changes that are coming along there as well. Sure. I mean, to be able to have a catch-up after, you know, between 62 and 64, that to me is significant because I think there's a lot of people, I mean, I got friends that, you know, in that situation and, you know, they haven't saved enough and they know it, but here's an opportunity to, okay, let's load it up. Let's, let's sacrifice right now for the next three years and really take advantage of this thing. Yeah, for sure. You know, and especially usually for most people age 62, 63, 64, you know, you're very, uh, you know, very deep into your career historically. And in general, you're going to have higher earnings than you've ever had at any point in your career. You know, so it's a great opportunity to use those earnings to be able to, uh, to, you know, like you said, really kind of, you know, put, put some, put some work into that retirement account as you get closer to, uh, to retirement. And, and even for IRAs, you know, another, uh, another change here as of right now, um, you know, they're talking about adjusting the uh, the catch-up contributions for inflation. Funny enough, uh, you know, the the catch-up contribution for traditional IRAs is a thousand dollars a year. So, if you're under if you're under the age of fifty, you can put six thousand dollars into an IRA or a Roth IRA. If you're over the age of fifty, you can put an additional thousand, um, which will get you up to uh, seven thousand in total for both of those accounts. Those numbers haven't changed since two thousand six. Okay. Um, so to say that we're due for you know some modification of these contributions and these catch up uh, these catch up uh, opportunities is, is really an understatement. So it's good to see them taking action. Sure. Before we run out of time, let's dig into the Roth contributions because th- that is a, a pretty significant change as well. And we know, we love Roth. No doubt. Uh, it, it, you know, it really has to make sense uh, for the the contributor um, when you're looking at you know what your what your retirement plan is going to look like. I mean, the whole benefit of a Roth is if you feel as though you're going to have a higher tax liability in retirement than you do during your working years. And if that's the case, then it makes sense for you to pay taxes during your working years and then let that money grow and defer tax-free. So usually that really comes into play for people that have pensions on top of Social Security or going to have a a higher fixed income in retirement than they do during their working years. The Roth is really a no-brainer there. Um, so as it stands now, with a simple IRA and a SEP IRA, which are those you know retirement accounts for the self-employed generally or small businesses, um, you're not able to contribute uh, via Roth. You can only do tax deductible contributions or pre-tax contributions to those accounts. Uh, with the Secure, uh, Secure Act 2.0, they're going to make changes and uh, they're proposing to allow Roth contributions to those simple and SEP IRAs. You know, so for your younger uh, employees, your younger business owners and entrepreneurs, great opportunity if you have a whole lot of time in front of you to 
make you know tax-free contributions um, and and really kind of take advantage of compounding growth in a completely tax-free account. All right. Well, on that note, let's go ahead and throw things over to Kevin and invite folks to call right now. Sounds good. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 800-998-5649. You heard Kevin. 10 callers right now will get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, but more importantly, it does become that roadmap, that guide that can help get you to where you need to be. 10 callers, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. Whether it's golf, grandkids, or world travel, retirement offers plenty of choices. You've saved for it. You've earned it. Now enjoy it. Before the big day, make sure you take a look at federal income taxes you're likely to face on several sources of retirement income. Remember that feeling on the last day of school just before summer vacation? How about that feeling you get around 4 o'clock Friday afternoons? Now multiply both of those by 100, maybe 1,000, maybe more. And that's the feeling you get just before you retire if you have the right plan. And you don't have to go it alone. You need someone to set you up with a comprehensive plan avoiding risk and pitfalls and securing lifetime income in your retirement. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800 998 800-998-5649. Funny money or not so funny money? This time, we're talking about funny money. How much would you have if you doubled a penny each day for one month? One, two, three, three. No, much more. Let's get started and find out. On day one, you have a penny. Day two, two cents. Day three, four cents. Day four, eight. Then 16, 32, 64 cents. You see where this is going? We're doubling each time, and by day 15, you have $116.84. Now it really gets crazy. By day 18, you're at $1,310.72. By day 20, you're over $5,000 over $167,000 on day 25. And by day 31, you're at $10,737,418.23. And it all started with one penny. You may not be able to save at that accelerated level, but it really drives home the value. Do pick up those pennies, even if they're not heads up. And whatever you're able to save is more that your retirement coach can work with to craft a great retirement plan for you. For Funny Money, I'm Dave Perkins. (laughs) 
Hey, we are back on Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Jeff Tushan is here for Kevin Frisbee. And uh, Jeff, of course, has been with, uh, you've been with Frisbee and Associates pretty much since the beginning, yeah? Yeah, 2016, I uh, I tied in with Kevin um, and, uh, you know, really great opportunity. Grateful that he, he, you know, placed his trust and faith and gave gave me the opportunity to uh, to build my practice with him. And, uh, you know, it's it's been fantastic. You know, um, can't can't speak highly enough about, you know, our organization and the way we run business and how Kevin does uh, does business and, you know, no better mentor to work underneath. And uh, yeah, we, we've had a great run. Yeah. And, and again, I, there is a certain energy that that you guys kind of put out there that's that's I mean, it's palatable. It's it's like every time I talk to you or I talk to uh, Kevin, obviously, or I talk to Lance, I mean, you guys are just excited about what you're doing and how you're doing it. And and really, that's that's an important piece of the puzzle here because I've got to have that kind of confidence in, in an advisor. Yeah, for sure. You know, we kind of look at it like you're, you're almost like a ship captain kind of navigating challenging seas at times. And you really, you know, want to have confidence in the person that's behind the wheel. And, you know, that that's really what we try to illustrate to our clients. Um, you know, we, we've seen a lot in the markets, you know, especially over the last six years when you talk about, you know, really good markets and really challenging markets. Um, so, you know, going through those environments and having a rules-based process to follow to help keep our clients, you know, relatively safe and protected to the best of our ability. And, uh, uh, you know, kind of just being that shoulder and that ear to be able to talk about, uh, talk with and, and discuss what's going on. And, you know, I think it's really, really important. So, you know, it all just ties down to the trust that our clients place in us and, and the faith and trust that we have in our money managers uh, that, that we that we work with. And, uh, you know, it's a really great fit. So you were talking at the beginning there about uh, golf and grandkids and travel. It was all so wonderful. And then you tell <laughs> me there's taxes involved and you brought me right down. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's a reality, right? Death and it taxes, really unfortunately. Is, yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. But for I'll tell you, you know, we get a lot of clients that come into the office and, and you know, we sit down and, you know, they'll, they'll kind of throw everything out on the table and they'll say, Jeff, I got two concerns. I'm concerned about the market and I'm concerned about taxes. You know, generally, those are the top two concerns that we, you know, we kind of run into when people come into the office. And mm-hmm. when it comes to the market, you know, based on the process that we employ, having a rules-based process to make changes as conditions change in the market and the economy, we can help mitigate against, you know, and, and uh, you know, protect during challenging market environments. But for taxes, for the majority of the time, most people far overestimate, you know, what they're going to have for tax liability and retirement, especially as we discussed in the previous segment, when you talk about the median retirement account size, you know, when you talk about those distributions that are coming out of those accounts, um, as a married couple filing joint, I mean, you get about a $25,000 standard deduction right off the top. Um, you know, so so it's it's really an important conversation to have. There's no doubt about it, but it's nice a lot of the times to have clients come into the office and just kind of see their shoulders fall down a little bit. And, you know, a sigh of relief that comes out when we, when we talk about, you know, the potential tax liability. And, and what that's going to look like. And even from a standpoint of, again, education and knowledge, maybe you are in a unique position where you are going to have a higher tax liability in retirement or in the future with RMDs. And maybe you tie in, you know, the Roth conversion conversation and you start saying, well, here are some opportunities to kind of unwind the tax liability that you have and put you in a better position down the line. So I think regardless, if you're coming in, you know, concerned about taxes, you're walking out, you know, feeling better than you did when you came in, knowing that taxes aren't as bad as you thought they were, or if they are going to be bad, there are some opportunities and some strategies to minimize that liability in the future. So it's a, it's a, is it important to if I'm if I'm done working is it important to move that 401k into an IRA and, and just kind of take it away from because it's not doing anything at the employer right I mean they. 
Yeah, yeah. So, so just to, to clarify that, so it, it's not that it's not doing anything. You're still going to likely be invested in the funds that you held when you were employed. Sure. You know, I always recommend when you hit age 59 and a half, and especially when you retire, have the conversation about rolling that money over to an IRA. And we say that because you don't have anybody that's looking over your shoulder when it comes to a 401k. So if we're going through a really challenging market environment like we are right now as of this recording, um, you know, historically challenging when you look at both the bond market and the stock market, you know, all those 401k participants, they're not getting calls or emails from their advisors that are saying, hey, let's consider making some changes or, or reallocating or moving you into some different funds because of what's taking place macroeconomically, you know, with a, with an emphasis on wanting to protect what you have in the portfolio. Or or the same is true when conditions are really, really good for, for investors. You know, hey, let's, let's, uh, let's consider maybe adding a little bit of additional risk in your portfolio to take advantage of the environment that we find ourselves in. So 401ks generally aren't expensive, but I always say you get what you pay for. Um, and with a 401k, you're just, you're not getting any service. You're not getting any communication. You're not getting any oversight of your life savings. And when you hit 59 and a half, 60, 61, 62, generally you got 40 years worth of time and energy built up in terms of money within that account. And, and that's arguably the most important time to consider getting some oversight and uh, some, some attention paid to those monies. So sure. that's a long way of, of me saying, uh, yeah, I, I think it's very important. Okay. Well, good. Uh, great to have that conversation. 800 if you'd like to continue that conversation, folks, uh, we talked about Roth IRAs, and that's and that's a tax-free thing. But again, that's one of the ways we can mitigate those taxes coming out of the uh, IRA. Yeah, for sure. Um, so any anytime you're taking money out of the IRA, you know, in terms of like Roth conversions or distributions, you're going to have to pay taxes on what you take out. Um, the Roth is great because it basically allows you to buy out the IRS. So when you get that, you know, when you get that deduction out of your paycheck or you're making that contribution to your Roth IRA out of your checking account, you're saying, all right, you know, uh, Mr. IRS, here's your portion of this, this contribution and I'm buying you out so you can never touch this money again. Right. So mm-hmm. it's a really big deal to say, you know, I'll pay the taxes now at historically low tax rates where I, you know, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Right. We don't know what tax rates are going to be in the future, but it allows you to buy out the IRS and then that money grows tax free for the rest of your life. And if you're younger, I mean, man, it, I mean, these are so incredibly valuable to consider, you know, so much so that it's like, you know, contribute to the match of your employer and then circle out to the Roth IRA and and really do all you can to max out that Roth IRA. So if you can get 20, 30, 40 years of compounding growth in a completely tax-free account, that's a really big deal. Oh, gosh, yes. And, and again, to just think about that. Boy, if I knew then what I know now, right? I mean, that's that's the thing. Yeah. Well, Roth IRAs are still relatively new. It was right. mid-90s, uh, you know, inception. So it's, it's not like they've been around forever. Um, but, you know, they're, they're incredibly valuable. And it just circles back to just the such a lack of education. I mean, you go through high school, even through college, if you're not in, you know, uh, you know, a financial planning course or whatever that may be, you know, they're generally not talking about taxes. They're not talking about investing. They're not talking about compounding interest. Uh, You know, you sign up with an employer and they give you this form that you got to fill out and says, check here if you want to contribute to a 401k. And it's sure. Yeah, why not? That sounds good. I probably should. Um, But in terms of really understanding your options and how to best manage your portfolio, um, you know, there's a lot of opportunity there. So I, I, I look forward to seeing that space continue to evolve from an education standpoint. Uh, let's talk taxes and Social Security because the two go hand in hand, unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. They were actually, uh, tax, Social Security was actually tax free up until 1983. So, um, you know, unfortunately in 83, that changed and uh, now Social Security is potentially subject to tax liability. 
the nice thing is, is uh, you know, here in the state of Maine, uh, there is no state income tax on Social Security. So again, that that's another thing. People come into the office and they're like, man, I got my Social Security. Maybe I got a pension. I got my 401k. You know, I'm going to have so much tax liability from a federal and a state standpoint. And, and while it is no doubt a pain in the butt to have to pay taxes on Social Security because it kind of is a tax your whole life, it is relatively favorable when you compare it to distributions from retirement accounts or pensions or any other form of income. Um, you don't have, uh, as I mentioned, state tax and only up to 85% of your Social Security benefit is considered taxable and added to your income at the end of the year. And, you know, that amount deter- is, uh, is determined by what's called your provisional income, which is a formula um, that we use and the IRS uses to determine how much of your Social Security is considered taxable. And that varies depending on your filing status, you know, whether you're single or married filing joint. So I would say if you've got, you know, any concerns about tax liability, if you want to understand how Social Security is taxed or maybe look at some opportunities to reduce your tax liability, which in turn can reduce, you know, your, uh, your provisional income, which in turn can further reduce your tax liability uh, as it pertains to social security. You know, it's definitely a conversation worth having. And, and as Kevin mentions, and as we always say, the best time is now, uh, you know, to, to have a conversation and put a plan together. Um, you know, there's no better time than now. And if uh, it's just going to give you tremendous confidence to know what to expect in the future. And so there's taxes on pensions uh, that that I think might surprise people. Yeah, taxes on pensions for sure. Um, I mean, Steve, you can't. We just can't avoid taxes on uh, on any of this. this uh, no, except not for the really. Roth. Except except, except for, for the Roth. Roth. Yes, except for the Roth. You know, and so, an HSA. And, <laughs> And an HSA and municipal bonds. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. But, so but there are some exceptions, but for the most part. There are some exceptions. Yeah, they're, they're few and far in between. So pensions, taxable, you know, stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, you know, you run into uh, taxes, whether it's earned income or capital gains rates, um, you know, annuities, same thing. And, and annuities are really unique in terms of their tax liability. Um, if you're working with like a non-qualified annuity, so you're funding the product with after-tax money. Um, the money that you put into the annuity is never considered taxable, but the growth is taxable and it's taxable at earned income rates no matter how long you hold it. So unlike a, a stock or a bond or a mutual fund or even property for that matter, if you hold that asset you know, with after-tax money for more than a year, the gains are taxed at sh- uh, long-term capital gains rates, which can be more advantageous at times than earned income rates. So um, you know, it's, it's re- taxes are a really important conversation to have, uh, particularly in the environment that we're in now, you know, with uh, $30 trillion in debt and inflation where it is and, um, you know, tax rates at historic lows, you know, it's important to really keep a close eye on, you know, the conversations that are happening in Congress and what that's going to like moving forward and make sure you have a a plan in place for, you know, how you're going to respond and really kind of control your destiny there. You know, uh, everybody wants to, should be paying their fair share in taxes because in theory it supports all of us and the kids and the roads and everything that we're doing here. Um, But, you know, you you don't want to pay more than your fair share if you can help it. And uh, that's where it makes sense to have a conversation to figure out how to do that. And folks, that starts with a phone call. In fact, let's uh, make that happen right now. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. 
We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, folks, don't miss this opportunity to come on in, sit down, get that financial roadmap put together, a practical financial review. I know a lot of you are looking for a second opinion. A lot of you are nervous because the market and all the things that are going on. Well, get that reassurance. Build that confidence by calling Kevin and the team. 800-998-5649. You're going to get a comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, and you'll find a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. When we come back, questions from listeners. That and more right after this. He's letting the clock run out on his Social Security to age 70 for maximum benefits. And here comes the Roth conversion. He's locked in for income for life. He's got some outstanding coaching with that annuity plan. He's created his own pension as well. And it looks like he's going to go all the way. Play your best retirement game. Call Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. Oh, the haunting call of the loon. Heard throughout the land of 10,000 lakes, a.k.a. Minnesota. It's the 32nd state admitted to the Union in May of 1858. The name comes from the Dakota Indians and means sky-tinted water. There's certainly plenty of that. If you count all the lakes in Minnesota, they number about 15,000. So it's not surprising that Minnesota has more recreational boats than any other state. That's one for every six people. The mighty Mississippi has humble roots in Minnesota. It begins at Lake Itasca. It's a small spring-fed lake in northern Minnesota, less than two square miles in area. You can actually walk across the river at that point. Some 200 miles south on the Mississippi, we find the Twin Cities, Minneapolis and St. Paul. St. Paul is the state capital. Famous Minnesotans include Prince, Judy Garland, Bob Dylan, F. Scott Fitzgerald, J. Paul Getty, Louis Anderson, Lonnie Anderson, Vince Vaughn, Charles Schultz, just to name a few. And from the missed it by that much file, in politics, Hubert Humphrey rose to vice president, but missed the big one losing to Richard Nixon. Walter Mondale, also VP, then lost the top job to Ronald Reagan. And in sports, the Minnesota Vikings made it to the Super Bowl four times and never won. Missed it by that much. Other Minnesota sports teams, the Minnesota Twins, the Timberwolves, the Lynx, and the Minnesota Wild. Plenty of Fortune 500 companies that call Minnesota home, including Best Buy, General Mills, Target, 3M, and others. Rochester, Minnesota, home to the Mayo Clinic, which is world famous for its expert doctors and new medical discoveries. Speaking of discoveries, the stapler was invented in Minnesota, along with rollerblades, the snowmobile, the bump pan, scotch tape, the Milky Way candy bar, Wheaties cereal, Bisquick water skis, and who could forget Spam, introduced by Hormel, or Hormel, as the locals say. You don't say handy, you say Spam. Spam is real spice, and you don't say handy, you say Spam. The state bird is the loon. The flower is the pink and white lady slipper, the state muffin, oh sure there is one, it's the blueberry muffin. 
Movies filmed in Minnesota include Purple Rain, Jingle All the Way, Grumpy Old Men, and of course, the Coen Brothers classic Fargo. Oh, you betcha, yeah. Joel and Ethan Coen also hail from Minnesota. And what trip to Minnesota would be complete without a visit to the Mall of America? There's a place for fun in your life, Mall of America. MOA, size of 78 football fields, there's an amusement park in the middle of it all. It was at the Minnesota State Fair, September 2nd, 1901, when Teddy Roosevelt coined the phrase, speak softly and carry a big stick. About the only stick you'll need in Minnesota is a fishing pole to try your hand at landing the cherished walleye, also the state fish. And that's just a small sample of what the North Star State has to offer. Learn more at exploreminnesota.com. on Financial <laughs> Safari with Jeff Trushan. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall, of course, having a great conversation today with Jeff, as always. And, um, you know, you guys are really uh, have got the the seminar kind of geared up, don't you? I mean, you're doing you're doing seminars from one end of the state to the other. I know there's a big, long schedule. We're not going to go through it. But let's talk about what you do and how you can get involved. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we, we really try to uh, to put an emphasis on continuing to run workshops all across the state. And that dynamic is, has changed just a little bit, uh, you know, due to COVID in 2020. People are a little bit more hesitant. Uh, you know, it seems to be improving a little bit, but a little more hesitant to kind of get out in, in a crowd of people. But yeah, we're still running our workshops all across the state. You know, we primarily focus on uh, retirement planning and income planning. You know, uh, we talk about different social security strategies that are available. Um, we also run what's called an asset preservation workshop where we bring in uh, some attorney partners that we have access to throughout the state of Maine. And we talk about, you know, the impacts of wills, trusts, and powers of attorney and how those kind of tie into, you know, your retirement plan and your legacy planning. Um, you know, at Frisbee and Associates, we also have a, a couple of different Medicare advisors on our staff that only do Medicare. So as clients, you know, age into to Medicare eligibility at age 65, uh, we usually have one of our Medicare representatives at the conference, uh, at the workshop with us just to kind of answer any questions and, and put a face to a name. So, yeah, you know, that was our original opportunity to get in front of clients, um, you know, dating back with Kevin, I think, you know, to 2010, 2011. Um, and then, of course, you know, jumping on the radio about six, seven years ago and uh, now on the television show for going on three years. So, um, you know, we've given people the opportunity to not have to leave their home to hear from us, which is a uh, pretty good thing. Absolutely. 800-998-5649 is how you can get started here. Let's uh, jump into some of these questions while we've got time. Uh, Michael is in Turner. Uh, he says, my father passed away last month and left his traditional IRA to me and my brother. I work full time, plan to retire in five years. My brother retired last year. What are the payout options for this money? Yeah, well, Michael, uh, first of all, so sorry to hear of the uh, the passing of your father there. Um but, you know, do appreciate you reaching out and it's an important conversation to have uh, regarding, you know, how to handle those assets that were left behind. And this kind of ties into our, our initial conversation in the first segment where we talked a little bit about the SECURE Act 1.0 back sure. in 2019. So any non-spousal IRA that is inherited needs to be liquidated within 10 years, the year following the passing of the non-spouse who owned the IRA initially. Um, so really, you just need to make sure that you're liquidating that account 
amount within a 10 year period. Um, you know, once you get, you know, past that, then you start running into the penalties and, and the issues, um, you know, as it pertains to the IRS. So you want to make sure that you've got a sound plan in place for how to kind of navigate that environment. Um, but we'd be happy to sit down and have a conversation with you and review whether or not, you know, required minimum distributions had started for your dad and what your age and your time horizon is and, you know, what strategy makes sense for how to uh, start to kind of unwind that account. Unfortunately, you can't uh, roll it into your own IRA as much as, as people wish they could and as much as I wish our clients could. Um, you know, they're pretty unique in terms of the rules that are associated with those non-spousal uh, IRAs. Okay. Uh, so, Michael, if you'd like, 800-998-5649. We move now to Jennifer uh, reaching out from Bowdoin. Uh, she says, I'm 64, was forced into early retirement because of COVID-19. I was planning to work until my full retirement age, and my plan was in place to get me there. How can I readjust my plan to make sure I've got what I need going through retirement? Well, I think that's what you do every day, Jeff, isn't it? It's what we do every day. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Jennifer, you know, appreciate you reaching out and, uh, you know, sorry to hear much like, uh, you know, a lot of people here across the country and across the world whose plans and lives were disrupted by, uh, by COVID-19. I, I think the simplest way to, to answer that question is come into the office and let's have a conversation. Um, what we, what we tend to do with clients when they come in is we usually give a little bit of a checklist, a little bit of homework, uh, for clients to kind of come in with some, some information, some numbers and some documents prepared. And we just throw everything out on the table and we say, all right, look, you know, what are your goals? What are you hoping to accomplish? Let's kind of, you know, cross check what you have going on here. Let's see what your social security benefit looks like. Let's get an idea as to what your assets and liabilities are, you know, take a look at what your monthly budget is and then what you have for assets set aside to supplement your fixed income in retirement, whether that be social security or a pension. And, and we just kind of run through and say, hey, you know, relatively black and white, here's where you are and here's what your options are. You know, maybe you're in a better position than you thought you were and, and you can afford to retire. Uh, uh, you know, a little bit early, or maybe we got to look at some options to, you know, increase your income and maybe, maybe you got to, you know, do something a little part-time just to uh, not only keep yourself sane and social, but also uh, get a little bit of additional income coming in at the same time. So unfortunately, uh, it, it's not, you know, a cookie cutter answer. As I say often, it's more of, you know, let's sit down, have a conversation and, and see what you have going on and what we can do to help. So, but Jennifer certainly is among uh, many folks who found themselves in that situation over the last couple of years. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I had a handful of clients, um, you know, who, who were let go from their positions because of, you know, decisions that were made and just completely disrupted their retirement plans, um, you know, on top of the fact of, you know, people that actually got sick and passed away and spouses um, who became ill. And, you know, it, it really uh, threw a wrench in, in a lot of uh, people's lives and, and in the economy as well. And, and a lot of what's happening in the markets today, when you talk about, you know, the S&P in a correction and the NASDAQ in a bear market and even bonds down almost 10% year to date, you know, what we're going through right now is really an unwinding of the fiscal responsibility to that COVID pandemic. So outside of of, you know, personal implications, you know, there's a lot of implications that took place, uh, you know, from a monetary and economic standpoint as well. And again, that's, that's really, you guys have, that's what I like about what you do. I mean, you are proactive, not reactive. Yeah, we, we try to be, you know, obviously to the best of our ability, you know, the, these are incredibly challenging times and, and there's no way around it. You know, this, this, uh, this first quarter of 2022 is the first quarter ever 
where both the the uh, the U.S. aggregate bond index, so basically the bond market, and the S and P 500 were down more than five percent in one quarter. So it's it's just been incredibly challenging in terms of what's going on. Um, but we're incredibly grateful to have a rules based process to follow to to help navigate these challenging times while keeping emotion on the sideline. And you know that's our primary objective for our clients. This too shall pass. We will come out the other side of this. Um, and, and honestly, while painful, these are necessary you know environments for the market in order to maintain its ability to go up to the right over the long term, you know, you just got to kind of work your way through these challenging sure. times. Well, you know, you talked about rules-based planning and, and I, you've said that before that give me a, give me a 5,000 foot view of what that is, what that means. We basically utilize an algorithm and I kind of reference it as a supercomputer super um, to help pay attention to all the different dynamics of the market and the economy that are kind of unfolding. So, you know, this algorithm, this process, we're looking at earnings, which tend to drive the market. We're looking at the yield curve. We're looking at interest rates. We're looking at technical factors of the market. We're looking at momentum indicators. You know, we're really breaking down every aspect of the market to try to figure out where we are in the economic cycle. And once we figure out where we are in the economic cycle, we allocate our clients' portfolios into asset classes that historically perform well during that phase of the cycle. So if you're in a bull market, you know, we're going to have more equity exposure, you know, more more risk, more beta in the portfolio to capture that environment. Um, Same thing as right now, we're even back in, you know, March of 2020, when things have fallen apart, you know, people are, are unemployed, unemployment's rising, earnings are disappointing, um, you know, whatever it may be, you know, our algorithm is going to make an emotionless decision to say, hey, it's going to make sense for us to reallocate our clients' portfolios to get into asset classes that generally perform well during challenging environments or, or bear markets and recessions. You know, so we'll have a higher allocation to, you know, commodities like gold, uh, the U.S. dollar, um, you know, treasuries, bonds, defensive asset classes and defensive stocks, you know, like utility companies and healthcare and so on and so forth. So, you know, our view is it's just a much more efficient process, um, particularly in retirement where that buy and hold strategy, you know, tends to, you know, leave clients in trouble, um, particularly if you're dealing with a really, really challenging environment. So the, the biggest thing to kind of take away from it is it's, it's emotionless investing, which is the most important thing that you have to have, especially during times like right now. You got to separate emotion from your decision making, rule out fear and greed, and, you know, just trust the process. Trust the process. Uh, you know, you, boy, you nailed it there. That was fantastic. The, um, so let's go, uh, let's go to John. We got time for this one. Uh, John is in Brownfield. He says, I'm 64, retired. I've got two IRAs and I'd like to remove a portion of either one and convert it or roll it into a Roth IRA. How would I do this? And uh, how much can be transferred to the Roth IRA in any given year? Yeah, great question, John. Thanks for reaching out. Um, so the, the process in and of itself is really pretty simple. It, it really depends on the custodian that you're using. So for all of our clients at Frisbee and Associates, we work with TD Ameritrade Institutional. Uh, they're one of the four heavy hitters, one of the four custodians uh, out there for independent fiduciary advisors like ourselves. Of course, you've got Charles Schwab, Vanguard, and Fidelity as well. Um, but with TD Ameritrade, basically what we do is we just open up a Roth IRA account. Um, in addition to to the traditional IRA accounts that you own. And then we have a Roth conversion form that's a one-page form um, that we basically take a look and say, okay, how much do we want to convert? And then how much do we want to withhold, if any, for taxes out of the amount that you're converting? Um, so to kind of unwind that a little bit, um, there's no limit in terms of how much you can convert from the traditional IRA to the Roth IRA. Um, the big consideration to, to, to focus on is how much of a tax liability you're going to have during the conversion process. 
process. You know, let's say you convert $100,000 from your traditional IRA to your Roth IRA. Well, you're adding $100,000 to your taxable income in the year that you process that conversion. So a lot of times these conversations, you want to have a, a little more in-depth detailed you know, planning, maybe get a CPA or an accountant involved to kind of double check your work. Um, but you want to convert a right amount that makes sense where you're not unnecessarily paying taxes or getting pushed up into a higher tax bracket. And then you want to determine, you know, does it make sense for you to withhold the taxes from the amount that you're converting? So as an example, if you're converting 100,000, you know, maybe you set aside 15% federal and 5% state taxes. So you're ending up with $80,000 in the Roth IRA. 800-998-5649. In fact, why don't we invite folks to call one last time today? All right, Steve, sounds good. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 800-998-5649. You are going to get the, the comprehensive review. You'll see where you are today. But more importantly, you'll walk out the door with a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Uh, well, Jeff, as always, it's always a pleasure to just to just have these conversations. It's always fun and, and certainly informative. Yeah, for sure. I love talking shop with you, Steve. And this is something, you know, obviously, and I hope it you know, bleeds through in the radio. We're really, really passionate about what we do and the relationships that we build with our clients and the value and the services that we provide. Um, times like these, it's not always pretty, um, you know, but, uh, you know, that, that's where I think uh, we're of most value. So yeah, appreciate the time today. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. We do appreciate it. And we're going to come back next week with new topics and questions and more here on Financial Safari. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Kevin Frisbee and his guests provide general information, not personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. The opinions expressed on this program are not intended to be a recommendation or investment advice and do not constitute a solicitation to buy, sell, or hold a security or an investment strategy. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company.